On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks have three paths they could go forward, and we know which one the Mavericks are betting on. Talk about that and more on today's Locked On Mavs. Let's go. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. I believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show and making Locked On Mavs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube, where the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. Let us know. Give a prediction. How do you think the Mavericks will finish the season? That's up for interpretation. We're going to tell you today the three different ways that they could go. Uh, Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Basketball GM, the new app on my phone that has me obsessed. Ever dream of being an NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise? And this game is definitely for you to download the game. Just visit ultimatebasketballgm.com or go to the App Store Ultimate Basketball GM. Our listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when they use the promo LOCKED ON, all caps. LOCKED ON, all caps in the game. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The forward fiend, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Uh, just, you know, soaking up Ted Lasso. Stop, new stop, episode. Stop. Don't, lie to, um, don't lie to the people. Don't <laughs> lie to the people about, about, no, that's about good. how our friendship, I, I think our friendship is divided now. I think it's hard to hate Ted Lasso. That's my thing. It's like, man, I think it's impossible to hate the show. Um, I'm sure there's some people out there, but I'm not as like diehard in the cult, you know, like believe banner on my wall. Uh, speaking of believe, are you okay? I just want to check in on you. Temperature check. Like, are you okay from yesterday's pod? I just, I just want to make sure you calm down. Like I'm not getting paid enough, Isaac. I'm not getting paid. I'm the shadow coach of the Dallas Mavericks. I'm just not getting paid <laughs> enough for, for where I am. Like uh, my consult- I listened my, to that first segment again today. My and consulting I was like, fees are just not high. I was enough. like, he was, he was really worked up over Jason kid. I was worked up. I, Kid got to him. And you know what? It didn't get better watching Ted Lasso today. It did not. Let me, let me tell you that. I didn't watch Ted Lasso, the, the, the premiere of season three and go, you know what? I see it. I see what Jason Kidd's trying to do. Nope. <laughs> I don't see that. I mean, I don't think I'd, I'd say I could see Ted Lasso and a lot of NBA coaches, but <laughs> Mike Brown, he's, he's almost Mike Brown right now. <laughs> Okay, there's one. Pop, Popovich on a tanking team. <laughs> no, no. Popovich no. with no expectations. <laughs> Steve Kerr. I see it in Steve Kerr for sure. Yeah. Steve Kerr. On today's show, though, we are going to talk about the Mavs, three different ways they could go forward and how they could finish this season. And let's start with this. I know which way the Mavericks are betting this season. Listening to Jason Kidd, I, I listen. Do you? I listened to those co- those comments from from last night over and over again today as I was <laughs> editing that video and I was doing all kinds of stuff. I was listening to him, and I just thought, you know, I, I even tweeted this at at Nick Van Exit. I tweeted that I know the path the Mavs are betting on right now is that the funniest thing about all of this that the Mavs have all these holes, all these problems that you know. Jason Kidd shows no sense of urgency. There's no seemingly no concern. Luca and Kyrie are both injured. Like, you know, the, the players that we think should get more time aren't getting more time. Like, 
There's so they're losing games, all this stuff, all these problems. The Mavericks could just get Kyrie and Luca back this week. They can beat the Spurs if, if Luca does come back or not. It doesn't look like he's going to come back. Ky- Kyrie is <laughs> Kyrie's probably going to come back. Doesn't seem like Luca is for this game. He's questionable. Kyrie's questionable. They've got tw- they got 13 games left, including that Spurs game. And the West is so nuts. They could go like seven and five when Luca and Kyrie come back, be the sixth seed, play Sacramento and Memphis. And I bet the Mavericks would just would want to play Sacramento or Memphis if considering all the other options in the West right now. And like that would be a favorable outcome for the organization. Yeah, I went back and listened to uh, the full quotes from the uh, post game too. I think now in hi- hindsight a little bit, I do think it it's probably getting a little too overblown. Um, the kid stuff. It's, it's, it's but. built on each other. It's just built. It's like every time it's not, if you just took those, those one quotes from last night after the Memphis game, you'd be like, okay, he doesn't seem too worried. Like it's, it's fine. They are getting Luca and Kyrie back. Like you can talk yourself into it, but it's the built upon, built upon, built upon of the, you know, the quote from the other, I'm not playing. I'm watching just like you guys. It's that quote. It's the, uh, I don't always tell you guys the truth. It's the Twitter. Isn't the coach I mean, or the player. I mean, how many times, how many different things can I pull up on my, on just the soundboard alone? So I want to, the, I can't to touch the car. Like, okay. Yeah. The analogies are cringy. <laughs> the addressing Twitter is, is tough. I think what I was thinking about after game, I'm like, all right, what, what, like, what's he like kind of supposed to say? Like, yeah. I'm really worried. How you about know, like, how about what he's supposed to what he's supposed to say is, "Hey, <laughs> we have concern. I mean, we need to start." With, how about what Josh Green said right after that? I, I left right before Josh Green came on, and what Josh Green said is, "Hey, we got to win. We have no other choice but to win." Just say that. Yeah. That's the most like generic sports thing you can say, <laughs> just to show that you care in any way. We got to win. <laughs> got to win. Like that's it. It wasn't anything profound. It was just showing that he cares. He didn't even. Yeah, so he didn't even do the Ted Lasso. Kid didn't even do the Ted Lasso. Like, I believe that you can lose a game and still win. I believe that you can win a game and still lose. And he told, if he did that though, it would be. A, <laughs> I mean, he I, should quote Ted Lasso. It'd be hilarious. If he did, I would start giving him credit more. I think. No, you wouldn't. There's, Don't at, least, even. there's, there's, there's at least thought behind this. <laughs> oh my gosh, you got you this. You did this to me. You got me all worked up again. I was all happy and I was ready to talk about. <laughs> let's move forward. And here we are talking about Jason Kidd's quotes again. Oh so my, I just <sighs> 13 games left. I have um, to apologize that you felt that he should have played more. Every, you know, for this path to happen, for them to, you know, finish, let's say sixth. Yeah. Uh, and for them to go seven and five or whatever it would take to finish six in the West, all of it hinges on Luca because I, you know, we just have no timetable for Luca right now. You know, he says before the Memphis game on Saturday, he's like, you know, the hope is for Luca you know, and Kyrie to practice the next day. Well, Luca's out already rolled out for San Antonio. Like I, we don't have like a big timetable for him. Kyrie's questionable. He still might not play on Wednesday night. Um, they didn't even, but, they didn't even practice on Tuesday. They, they decided to do like an injury treatment day instead. So they didn't even practice, which I don't know if that tells you anything, but it is interesting. So like, so yeah, I mean, they would definitely have to have some things go in their favor, you know, health wise for them to have a shot at, you know, getting to that sixth spot. But when you start looking at, you know, these final, you know, we're midweek here. So after this week, you basically got like three and a half weeks left and you start looking at some of the, some of the teams and even the final like stretch. I mean, you get the Spurs that last game of the season, which, you know, that's great. Um, Cause they need all the ping pong balls that <laughs> they can, 
But, you know, outside of that, you go to the second last week of the season. I mean, you're looking at the Hawks, Kings, and Bulls. Like, all three of those teams could be fighting for some type of positioning. You know, like, Kings trying to get the two seed. I mean, heck, at this rate, they might be going for one. But, like, Chicago might be trying to stay alive a little bit. I mean, then you go the week before that, you know, it's Miami. It's, you know, Philadelphia. I don't have any clue what Indiana is looking at. But, so, like, you look at all these games the rest of the way. It's the San Antonio. It's two San Antonio games and two Charlotte games that right. you're looking at. The I mean, the most confident of saying, "All right, if we could at least win those four games, there you go." Now, how can we pick up, you know, three more games after that? And you know, you could talk yourself into, "Hey, we play Memphis again, and they don't have Jaw and all that, but you just lost." him twice so well she didn't have luca and, and like you said at the beginning it does all go back to luca is is he right is he healthy is he you know can he come back and, and just compete because there are some winnable there are some winnable games on this you mentioned san antonio twice yeah. charlotte twice lakers without lebron memphis without job probably again uh golden state at at in in dallas which golden state uh, on the road is a completely different team. It's like I wouldn't put them on the yeah. same. They've only won seven games on the road, I think. This year. I wouldn't put them in the same realm as Charlotte, but <laughs> no, <laughs> they do have the same record on the road <laughs> as Charlotte, though. Yeah. So the Warriors are uh, seven and twenty-six on the road, and the Hornets are actually eleven and twenty-six. They've won four more games on the road than the Warriors have. So uh, that team doesn't make any sense. So like you, you have these games coming up that that are definitely. Easier than all right. We're playing the Clippers, the Suns, the Nuggets, the you know the Bucks, the Celtics. Like you're playing those teams all in a row, and so. But it does all just come back to can Luca be healthy? But this is the path I think the Mavericks are betting on. Okay, we get Luca and Kyrie back next week. We go like seven and five down the stretch. We make it, hopefully out of that out of the play in here. They're only two games back from from six, and so maybe they they move up. They get they bet on some of these teams falling off a little bit, and then and then that's the path. So. Coming up, we'll talk about how feasible that is and what it would mean for the Mavericks to get back into the top six or if they're okay with just being in the play-in. Let's talk about that coming mm. up. But before we do, let me tell you about uh, this new app that is dominating that is dominating my phone right now. Uh, it started with me as the, the good NBA channel manager that I am, learning how to use this app, the Ultimate Pro Basketball GM, where you go and you download it, you start a season, and you are a GM that has it's like just got hired by a team that is in shambles. They have no good facilities. They get the number one pick in the draft. They were terrible the year before. The owner's like, hey, fix this. And you just got to rebuild all of it. You can do trades. You can do, uh, you simulate games. You can uh, do free agency. You, have, you hire coaches. You train coaches. You train players. You got training points. You have cap space. You have uh, finances that you have to keep track of like there's all these different things if you obsess about this stuff like Isaac and I both do you will love this game so go check it out it's the ultimate pro basketball GM game and it's free you can use the promo code locked on to get a free boost you'll want that boost it's like 200 million dollars that you need when you first start you'll need that boost early to like upgrade your facilities and all that kind of stuff so if you love this kind of stuff like I do probasketballgm.com scan the code or look it up in the app store i just found it in the app store and use that promo code all caps one word locked on all right isaac harris thanks so much for hanging out with us on locked on mavs we are free and available on all podcast platforms five days a week and post games isaac is going to take care of you guys while i'm out i'm going to be doing a trip with my family over these next three days or so and so 
Isaac Harris will have the podcast. You're going to go look at you. some rocks. I'm going to go look at some rocks. <laughs> I'm going to go watch that one scene in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Just the two rocks with the googly eyes. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, I need to. I'm getting worked up by Jason again. I need to go look at some rocks. I'll text you some quotes. Uh, if anybody's out there just commenting, like, go kick rocks. It's probably what I'm about to go do. I'm about to go kick, <laughs> let's go kick rocks. I'm going to get Jason Kidd on the show while you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> do you think this this plan from the Mavericks is sound? Or are you worried about the fact that they could could be still a play-in team and have to play a play-in game and then eventually be the seventh or the eighth seed? Uh, are you looking at this schedule and saying, okay, I'm confident Luka and Kyrie can come back. I'm confident they can win, like at least have a winning record over this last stretch of games, get over 500, and then finish the season like that. How Let's let's do this. How confident are you, scale of 0 to 10, in this path that I think the Mavericks are betting on? Um, Not to caveat, it's hard to say without knowing Luka's stuff, but I'll just say 5, just because Out of 10. I, I'm not – yeah, I'm I'm not super confident in it, especially, you know, not knowing when Luca comes back. I mean, even if here's the thing with Luca stuff, like you just need him healthy, right? Like yes. you need him healthy for the playoffs. And, you know, I, I get it. It's like, oh, if they you know, they might miss the playoffs and all that stuff. Like, even if you're in in the play in, like you can't go into the play in with, with Luca at, you know, forty percent. Like you gotta have him healthy. So I think for them, they'll I think they would probably just keep him out for a little bit longer and play the odds and saying, all right, well, if we do get in, the only way we're going to have a shot is with Luca being healthy. So that's why I put it as a five and I'm a little worried about it. Um, you know, and look at this path of, you know, the play in stuff, because right now before they play the San Antonio game, I mean, they're setting at, um, you know, obviously there's games being played right now as we record on all Tuesday those, night. All, all the ones that matter are are done, I think. It's it's Blazers, Knicks, and it's Bucks Suns, so Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I mean the the Lakers, Thunder, and Mavs are all twelve games back. So like Same record. I mean, we're just yeah, same same record, you know. It's just wild that I mean you look at the Jazz and Pelicans after them that you know, you're, you're talking about a game after that for the most part. So that's where it gets really tricky. And if they do go the, you know, strong proponent of anti play in tournament here, um, <laughs> you and I don't you know and if, Cuban both, I don't know if I can handle, uh, the Mavs in the plan. And, uh, but if they do go the play in route, you know, like what's the best, <laughs> let's do it, let's do it this way. What's the best case scenario if they go into the, if they have to be a play in team, she, um, they definitely have to get seven. That's that's best case because you don't want to play the Nuggets. There's there's somebody in my mentions today that was saying I would much rather face the Nuggets than than the Kings. This is what you're hey. asking for if you're if you want to play the Nuggets instead of the Kings. You would much rather have Maxi and Dwight Powell and some of Christian Wood guard Jokic for 45 minutes a game for <laughs> at least four games. There's also something on Twitter today arguing that they would. W- want Brooke Lopez over Jokic. So yeah. Like, so any, right. anything can be said on Twitter, uh, which yeah. is why Twitter isn't the coach. <laughs> and we, we, we full heart, full heartedly agree with that. So they, they'd have to be seven. So that they, they had to stay there right now. It looks like it would be the Timberwolves, but anything could happen. They're only one game up on the thunder Mavs and Lakers. Um, who would you rather play in that, in that seven, eight Timberwolves, <laughs> thunder or Lakers? Um, I mean, I put the Lakers last just because I don't trust best, anything I mean, with, the, best, with the best player, best player out of the group, probably right. What Luca? LeBron. 
No. Who's better? LeBron. Luca. No, no, no. Best player out of the three teams that the Mavs could face is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Lakers, Thunder, Timberwolves. Yeah, well, after Giddy, I guess. <laughs> no. Nah, uh, I mean, honestly, I'd put SGA right up there with, that'd with be the, LeBron. That'd be, be the honest. next one. But. Uh, Nate, he's been playing well. But no, I mean, if I had to pick, um, I would pick the Timberwolves. I mean, I'd pick the Thunder, then, okay, or then the Minnesota, then the Lakers. If I had just out of those teams. Um, I don't trust the league at all with the Lakers and LeBron and <laughs> wanting them in the, in the playoffs. But I think I think that that would be the best case scenario is if you land if you land in the in the play in, you go for the seventh seed and hope that Memphis finishes two, and you're like, all right, let's do that. You'd rather face Memphis than the Kings. Yeah, yeah. So that's so that's the best case scenario. We think it's. It, there's not good scenarios, but the best case, no. <laughs> best case is is Thunder in the seven eight, and then the in Memphis in the two seven. There is a okay. I will say this: there is a weird world though that it works out in the long run. If they get healthy, they get on a run, and they make the play. Like you don't want to risk it with the play in at all because anything can happen with play in. That's why I'm not a big fan of. At it. least with the seven but eight, like, you get two shots at it. You don't. <laughs> but that's it. That's the, there's a weird way that it would work out. That you'd that you'd honestly almost prefer it like the matchups of hey there's a world that you could play Memphis in the first round and then you know avoid like the Suns and Clippers in round two yeah maybe the you Warriors know, like, too yeah like the Suns and Clippers finish at four or five and then you know you play so like that's the there, now yeah. we've talked about a, lot, about a lot of what people have said on Twitter and, and comments and things like that um. Yeah. Is your tinfoil hat go. going up that the Mavs are angling to be in that 7-8 so that they could potentially yeah. be in that side of the bracket? Because if you are, like you just said, this is, there's this weird benefit of being in that 7-8 to where if you are if you finish 7, then all of a sudden you play Memphis probably in the first round, and then you get to skip the Nuggets, probably the Suns, and one of the Warriors and Clippers. Like that, that's You're at least you're, skipping you're them until the third round. You're risking it all with for one game, like you you mess up that one game in that seventh eight seven eight game, and then you fall to for the chance to you know to be the eighth seed. Well, then you're playing Denver round one, Phoenix round two. Well, like, Denver's what? not playing that well either. So, <laughs> I yeah I know, but still like I I don't think you can angle like you're really but, playing with fire. I mean you're, you're, like, you're saying yeah, that, but do going. you think the Mavericks are are thinking that and thinking hey? Yeah, let's try yeah. this. No, we, I mean, we can afford number one. We can afford to sit Luca and Kyrie for a couple of games here. <laughs> your number one thing is to not get into the play in. That's your number one thing. And but then your number two thing outside of that, more than playoff opponents and everything is Luca's health. Like <laughs> like Luca's health, because no matter where you fall, if you fall 10 or you, you fall six. Yeah, like. You got to have Luca healthy to have any type of shot at a run. So, some would say that mentality about the play-in has made the NBA better. I mean, I, I would just look at that. No, <laughs> not at all, guys. Isaac hates the play-in so much, and God, I hate it. I hate it. I love it. It's made the NBA so much better. <laughs> Let's hand out those ribbons, baby. No one's giving. Hey, no one's you giving participated. Them. It's, it's the opposite of that. No one cares who made the play-in last year. Who will anybody remember last year? The Timberwolves, who won and got out of it and got and actually made the playoffs. They'll remember that team with the Patrick Beverly on the on the scores table, whatever. Who who they play? 
We'll also clown the, the Warriors when they lost in the play-in and didn't get didn't make the playoffs, right? Like, yeah, it's like the NIT. The same, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's like super excited for you to make the play-in. You either get clowned harder or you like make the playoffs, and then it's it's fine. The only thing that I don't mind about it is strong words. young t- young teams getting some type of playoff atmosphere. Like that's why I want OKC to go for one of these spots really bad because I'd love to see. SGA giddy these young guys in like a playoff type of atmosphere just for like growth and stuff like that but I just don't think it means crap it like you want to be in the playoffs be a top eight seed there you go yeah but it it is now the the Pelicans could have shut everything down a couple weeks ago but they have potential to actually make a postseason so they didn't Coming up next. The Blazers looked at that and said, hey, we don't care. We'll we'll, we'll go ahead. Coming up next, I got got a question for Nick. What would be the biggest failure for the Mavericks? Oh, they're talking. They're discussing the podcast. Talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sports book and also the official sports book of Locked On. You can go right now, get a no-sweat first bet up to a $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So... You have no reason to not try this. So go ahead, go to FanDuel, see what's available. I was listening to Zach Lowe today talk about the most improved player. You got odds for all kinds of different awards. Um, they do have most improved player odds. Larry Markkinen, minus 5,500. SGA, plus 800. Jalen Brunson now, plus 1,000. Oh, wow. He goes on a run late with, with New York and all that. Man. Nah, he's not going to beat out Markkinen. I, I don't know. Markkinen is an all-star. SGA should win this thing, but what if what if Brunson makes an all all NBA team? No, he's not going to. Okay, well there you go. You you can argue about that, and if you if you agree with me or Isaac, you can go check out those odds at FanDuel again. Go to FanDuel.com/slash/locked-on. All right, Isaac Harris, we are talking about the Mavericks three pass forward. We talked about winning out, not winning, you know, twelve and 13 no, but. Having a winning record to end the season, which is the path we think the Mavericks are betting on. We talked about the play, the prospect of playing in the play-in. And now, Isaac Harris, what's the worst-case scenario for the Dallas Mavericks to end the season? Here's my question for you. What would be the biggest failure? Because I think there's two routes that they could miss the play-in. And, okay, let's just... You, you want me to go dark? Put, you want me to go real dark here? Let's go... Let's Well... Let's put the ten foil hats on real quick. If they decided right now, with thir- thirteen games left, to say we're wrapping up shop, close it down, pull the the mall, you know, in the mall when they pull the metal gate down, uh, and you're like walking up to it, you're like, no, I want to go in there real quick. What if they decide right now to pull the gate down? Yeah, Luke and Kyrie. The guys and they try to they literally try to lose out. Yeah, and say we just we really want to keep our top ten pick. Yeah, honestly, don't think that would be the biggest failure. I think the biggest failure would be them playing doing this middle game back, you know, towards the end of the year of these last thirteen games, and they miss out not on purpose. That that would suck so dang bad. Like, there's a world right now where you could convince me, hey, Luke is not healthy. He's not going to be healthy for a little bit go down the whole path and it's like, there's just 13 games left. I don't like the, that mindset at the beginning of the season or that first half of the season, all that there's 13 games left. 
there's just all the stuff. Like I, I can at least hear it, but I don't want it. I want the other two options that we talked about the first half of the pod more than anything. I'd rather make the play in. I would rather, you know, definitely be a top six seed because you got this duo. Anything can happen. But the the thing, one thing you can't let happen the rest of the season is you try to make the play in and you don't. And you don't on purpose and then you miss your pick. That's the thing that would just be like the ultimate failure of anything. They try. They throw Luca out there. He doesn't look good. He looks worse than he did before. Where at where he's he seems to be kind of trying on defense. He just can't get there physically. He can't get to his spots physically. He's not shooting right. Kyrie Irving uh, is is out there, you know, scoring, but you know, it's it's not working out with with teammates or whatever. That you know, however, it could end with him. They miss the play, and like you said, they just lose games because they keep losing in the clutch. They outscore teams for the for the first three quarters, and then the fourth quarter, in the end, they they just get outscored, and that's it. They finish out of the play, and like you said, they lose their pick. Kyrie leaves for nothing. Christian Wood's gone. Jason Kidd comes back again because he's got another year of leeway. Because of, I don't think Christian Wood's coming back. Uh, either no, way. It's, <laughs> that is that's not <laughs> best or worst case scenario. That is just scenario at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jason Kidd gets another another chance to come back to come back next extension next season. Yeah, an extension because well, you know, Luca was injured and all that kind of stuff. The Mavericks decide. All right, here we go. We're going to clear all this cap space. We know we're losing Kyrie. We're going to clear all this cap space. Plan powder. 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 That and then, is worst case scenario. And then they bring Donnie back for assistant GM. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that's the world. Okay, Nick. If the fan, if if a Mavs fan is listening to this right now yeah. and saying, all right, let's say the Mavs do decide to just close up shop pull down the mall mall metal gate how how far away from are they from keeping their top 10 pick god this is so hard to talk about but the mavericks currently right now uh have like a let's see a three percent four percent chance to keep their pick if they just finish the season where they are now because it would stay in Um, it would stay in the have to stay in the top four they could either get a top four pick or they give the knicks probably the 13th maybe the 14th pick that's where it is right okay. now. If the Mavericks lose yeah. out, they they pass. Let's just, let's just say they missed the play in. Yeah. Because as we know, there's 20 participation ribbons handed out because of the, you know, playoffs and play in. So that leaves just 10 teams that don't make the plan. Yeah, right now they're players. right now that, that's where they are. And so if they lose out, then they pass the Jazz, they pass the Lakers out of it. No, and the yeah, and then they they get to man. There's just the place where they'd have to be is where New Orleans is right now. No, where the yeah, where New Orleans is right now. They would have a 66 percent chance to keep their pick. That's like best best case scenario because I don't think you're getting past Washington, Chicago, Portland, Indiana. I don't think you're getting. I mean, they're they're three games ahead of Portland, right? I don't think you're getting down there, man. I think there's enough teams trying to win for the to get to stay in the play in like the Mavs and I don't think you're getting there. Even if you got to Portland, you have a seventy five percent, seventy six percent chance to keep your pick, and it would be nine or no, it'd be it would be a little higher than that because you got the the top four. But like, yeah. there's like a eighty, like seventy, eighty percent chance to keep your pick if you get that low. Yeah, I mean it, it's. 
the, the, and then we're all holding our breath come the draft lottery. The, ma- and- the math is hard, but the, the you know, and then all of a sudden, think about this: you don't keep your pick on on lottery night, and then all the Knicks fans are just as smug as ever with their Bing Bong, and their we got Jalen Brunson, we got your pick, yeah. we got all this, we own the Mavericks. Well, that yeah, I mean, it depends on the playoff stuff for them. Because no, they don't care. Like- they don't care that. They- they, they haven't made the playoffs. They won since, since 2013. <laughs> Some of them are not old enough to remember making the playoffs yeah. more than one, that one time two years ago. Uh, but they have a better record than the Mavericks right now, for sure. They're 40 and th- they're 40 and 30. They're 10 games over 500. They're in the yeah. fifth seed, so they don't care. If they lose to the Cavs in four games, it doesn't matter. They, they would still be as smug. You know that. See, like, that's the thing. It's like, one, you got to go for the six seed. That's what we want. That's what they should want right That's now. That's what they're in trying my opinion. for. Yeah. There's, probably, there's probably somebody listening and saying, no, they should just tank right now. Um, The next thing, you roll the dice with the play-in. Like, I know that there's probably – I feel like that would probably de- be a debate between Mavs fans of, hey, would you rather be a play-in team or would you rather lose out and have a 65% chance at keeping your pick? I feel like that, that would be a like a – a good debate for Mavs fans. I would lean towards, Hey, I'd still want to play in shot. Like if you're telling me Luca Kyrie and a play in, and then there's a chance to play, you know, one of these teams that, you know, two or, you know, whatever, like I'd still take that over nothing. But option three for me would be you close up shop now instead of, yeah, I don't know. Like Luca's going to be out for another two weeks. He could play the final three or four games you know, let's just try to patch it together and you're like winning every other and then you're really on the bubble. And then it's like, it's like, man, that's that stuff scares the heck out of me because I, I don't know. I'd be pretty dang depressed on this pod if it's like they miss out everything and then for they the hand whole, the 11th pick for the whole the summer Knicks. for the whole summer. We get not fiery <laughs> Isaac is what we get. Uh, what if Wednesdays would be a hot there have been <laughs> a day, day over the summer? There have been a couple people that have uh, either commented or tweeted at me about the the lineups tweet, like the, the lineup tweet that Jason Kidd referenced. Yeah, and s- have said to me, "Nick's the new Huralabob. Nick Nick's bringing the analytics to Jason yeah. Kidd." Guess who just quote tweeted the original tweet? Oh God, it's Huralabob. What did he Huralabob. say? What did he, say? he said basing anything off these small, highly biased samples is quite the stretch. I wonder if armchair analysts know the number of possessions you would need to get a relative measure of significance with duos and trios. I I do uh, I do so I, I didn't I didn't so he's, I didn't anticipate this to go as far as it did. But anyway, I thought that was funny. Just so he's just trying happened. to discredit your numbers. Yeah, which hey, I just put the numbers out there. I I just want yeah, I just yeah. wanted to see what they were. So. Uh, anyway, guys, we appreciate. You said only forty six possessions for Wood, though, too, and for right? Maxi, I said only seventy six. That's like not even a full game. Like that's not enough to know anything. I was just curious what they were. But uh, there you go, guys. We appreciate you hanging out with us on Lockdown Mavs. Make your second listen today, Lockdown NBA Game to Game. It's reactions, it's analysis from every game in the NBA. Go check it out on the Lockdown NBA YouTube channel wherever you get your podcast, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Jaden Hardy, thirty point game tomorrow night. Peace out. Good morning. Next time, don't wait till it's three seconds left to talk. Boom!